Episode 10 of the K motherfucking podcast, okay? Today is October 2nd, Friday the 2nd. Um, yesterday was my birthday. I know I'd spoken about that previously on here. Um, once again, didn't do too much, you know what I mean? Just kind of kicked it with the boys. Got some fucking shitload of tacos last night. <laughs> So, yeah, man, just kind of took it easy, you know what I mean? Um, which was fine with me, is what it is. Another year under the belt, another notch under the belt, trip around the sun. Um, but just a couple things I wanted to touch on today. Um, first and foremost, I know I had told you guys about the ankle a while back. That's starting to get better, or pretty much is better. But um, naturally, as soon as I'm almost back to full health, I had to take another fucking spill, right? So last weekend, um, I guess pretty much a week back from tomorrow, today's Friday. So last Saturday, I was going to this event. My homegirl Nellie Nell, shouts to Nellie, had put together... Um, this event, she's an event planner, so she had organized the Feed the Homeless kind of cookout thing over at, um, the Coalition for the Homeless in downtown Orlando. So, I was heading there, um, to help out, just lend a hand, and I'm meeting one of my other buddies out there, and on the way, I figured I would swing through the Dunkin' Donuts that's on the way to this event just to contribute some food, um, you know, as well as time or whatever. So I'm going over there to get these donuts. And like I said, I'm going to meet my homie Matane. Shouts to Matane at the event as well. He got there a little earlier, I guess. So he hits me up, you know, basically see just see where I'm at, see if I need a ride or whatever. And I'm uh, riding one of these electric lime scooters. I'm sure you guys have seen um, these electric scooters and bikes and stuff that they're putting at in downtown areas, downtown metro areas now. So I'm riding one of these fucking things up to the Dunkin' Donuts. And when he calls me, you know, just not thinking anything of it, I pick up my phone. I'm chatting with him for a second, just letting him know what I'm doing, picking up these donuts and shit. Literally no more than 50 yards from where I need to be 50 yards from the Dunkin Donuts you know what I'm saying pick up the phone so I'm riding this thing one-handed 
and I'm taking it from the street up to the sidewalk and you know where the curb kind of dips down to become level with the street I'm going up there but I guess I was slightly too far to the left where there was like a little lip on the curb and yeah you guessed it ate shit okay um <laughs> so yeah that I say that to say as soon as I'm getting healthy I fucking get all banged up again um my ankle luckily didn't get fucked up anymore so it's kind of still feeling all right but my wrist that were uh my right wrist specifically that was getting better from that skating injury a while back is was a little tender now so I'm you know got knocked back a little bit there my knee got all scraped up it's fucking scabbed up and shit now um but you know man is what it is I was joking the other day uh that was me literally learning what's the term no good deed goes unpunished but either way man it was a great time um it's just a nice perspective change anytime you go volunteer and lend a hand like that you know what I mean um just seeing people in a you know usually much worse situation than you're in kind of puts your petty little problems in perspective you know and kind of helps you just realize man it could always be worse um and also just never be afraid to show love you know what i'm saying the smile on some of these people's faces when we were serving them food was fucking it's pretty ridiculous man pretty heart heartwarming especially just being quarantined up and not having really any human interaction whatsoever getting to see that was um refreshing and just speaking of quarantine i mean everyone was masked up it was mask mandatory uh we were wearing gloves serving the food and everything you know as soon as i got home i took a shower not just because of the germ perspective but also it was like fucking 95 degrees so sweating my ass off um but yeah that was cool um that was good just wanted to kind of remind everyone if you if you're able to you know give back it'll make you feel better it'll help you know whoever you're helping obviously feel better as well um it's just good energy, man. It's a good thing to do. And then even yesterday, uh, I fucking had to walk up to the gas station to get a lighter. You know what I'm saying? It's my birthday. I just wanted to smoke, and I didn't have a fucking lighter. So I had to walk up to the Sev to get a lighter. And as I'm going up there, there's um, this lesser fortunate gentleman out front, you know, kind of talking to people, asking for money and stuff like that, as there always is. And since I walk up there instead of in my car, I kind of have to walk right by him. So, you know, I stop and chat with him for a second. Just I'm, it's my birthday. I'm in a good mood and stuff. And he, um, I don't even remember what we talked about, essentially. Uh, but he ends up telling me, you know, he's two bucks short for whatever he's trying to buy. And I don't know if it's a fucking beer or whatever the hell it is, man, you know. I'm not one to judge, but um, normally my motto or my kind of the way I usually handle uh, homeless or lesser fortunate people asking for money or whatever the hell, I'm willing to give them food or water always or food or a drink always. Um, and I'll even I'll even buy you a food 
some sort of food or a drink if it's you know reasonable price like five bucks or less or whatever ten bucks or less i don't know but i kind of stopped giving them money just because you know the food i'm willing to help you out i know what i know where that's going you know what i'm saying when i give you the money i don't necessarily know what you're going to do with it like i said i'm not one to judge but just just to make sure, um, you know, I don't want to help. I don't want to enable you, I guess is a good way to say. I want to help you get out of your bad situation, assuming you're really trying to get out of it. I don't want to enable whatever, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, dude said he's two bucks short for whatever. And I was like, dude, I'm going in here to get, you know, whatever. If if they give me change, you know what I'm saying? I got you. Because for once, I was paying with cash. I almost always have a credit card or whatever, but I just had some loose cash around. So I figured just for a lighter, fucking go throw a couple bills at that shit. So I come out with um, two bucks and, you know, some certain amount of change change, like coins. And uh, he's waiting out there for me naturally. And, you know, I give it to him. I'm like, yo, bro. I told him pretty much exactly what I just said. Like, normally, I would, I'm really only going to give you food or a drink or whatever, but you caught me on a good day. You know what I'm saying? It's my birthday. I'm just feeling generous today, da da da. And this dude, um, he was kind of the whole time prior to me saying that, he was being real jokey and, uh, you know, just kind of, I feel like they always try to entertain you in order. I don't know if it's going to incentivize you to give them more money or something like that, but. He was being real jokey and kind of cracking jokes and all this kind of stuff. And then I said that piece, and he just looked me dead in the eye, like got stone cold serious with his face, you know what I'm saying? Just looked me dead in the eye and just gave me a hug, man. And, on it, you know, like I said, lesser fortunate dude, he was dirty and all that stuff, but I, when he did that, you you knew he needed that hug. He was, I think he gave it to me for, you know, when I said that because it it being my birthday and me, I guess, taking the time to give him the measly fucking two bucks that was just, you know, going to sit on my fucking night table for the next whatever anyway. So, um, but it just reminded me, like, not only don't judge a book by its cover, you know what I'm saying, um, but... I don't know, man. It just reminded me how important it is for us as humans to to look out for one another. And even, you know, even during COVID, like, I got a little tense when he went for the hug just because, sadly, that's almost like a jerk reaction now. We've been in this quarantine shit for so long. But like I said, man, I mean, I embraced him. Um, he was a nice guy. You know what I mean? And like I said, I think he... He obviously needed it much more than me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, shouts to him. I hope that hug goes a long way, man. You know, they say energy transfers. Um, or what is that? Uh, energy can neither be created nor destroyed. Absolute. Shouts to Solo. Not me. My hip-hop heads know what's up with that. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that just the volunteering with the the shit with Nelly reminded me of that shit yesterday. And yeah, man. So um, 
Another thing I wanted to talk about was actually I don't really want to talk about it at all. Um to be honest, just because I hate giving light to it, but I just I can't understand what's happening cuz and since we already I mentioned it on another episode, so I guess I'm obligated to talk about it now, but the whole Tory Lane's Meg the Stallion incident where, you know, he allegedly shot her and basically fast forward to now now being last week i guess he would you know fuck man this is it's just such a weird fucking situation and i i can't understand the mentality behind it but basically i told you guys that meg the stallion came out saying Tory shot her and all this stuff and he was not saying a word about it you know he had gotten um, arrested and then obviously posted bail and all this stuff and he never said a word at all and then basically just dropped a mixtape um <laughs> just dropped a mixtape about it instead not just about that but instead of saying anything he just put out music to address that situation and allegedly he's calling out all sorts of other people I mean I'm like I said I'm not really listening to Tory prior to the situation and now with everything going on definitely it's just uh doesn't like doesn't seem like it's for me um necessarily but I just don't understand that. I do understand if you can't speak on a certain situation because it's a legal matter, your lawyers are probably telling you to shut the fuck up, and that I get. I 100% understand that. I mean, I don't agree with it just because everything's looking bad for you right now as far as your part in the situation, but I definitely don't understand you know what? Let me not even say that. I do understand you using your music to talk about current events and current situations in your life because that's really what music is. It's, you know, poetry to a certain extent. People or artists are going to take whatever they're going through, put it into lyrics, you know, make it melodic or whatever. So I guess I do understand that. It's just a we. it seems like a weird move to me. Um especially given the situation given the details of the situation you allegedly shooting a female and on top of that he put out the tape right around I think it was the same week that um the justice system failed Brianna Taylor so last week essentially when I did the other episode um so I mean Aside from it just being a weird move, like, I don't know if that's some sort of chess move. He's trying to just capitalize on the attention or um, clickbait kind of thing. Like, that's what's so ugly about it to me is when the clickbait cloudy stuff bleeds into the music. Um, so I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't really want to talk about it too much because we still haven't heard the official stories as far as I'm concerned I mean we've heard stories from both sides or more so Meg's side at least she's doing um you know insta lives and stuff like that but 
I guess maybe I can't judge it fairly because I'm not going to listen to Tori's mixtape or album or whatever. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Um, you can do it that what you will. Look more into it if you want or not, you know. I just hear about these things because, like I said, I'm very tapped into hip-hop. So certain things, it just makes me kind of tilt my head like, what the hell's going on, you know? But anyway, um, I hope that everything works out for both of them. Let me just say that. But you know as well as me, so fuck it. The other thing I wanted to talk about was there's this documentary on Netflix. I had been hearing about it. I never checked it out until a couple of days ago. And after I, it's one of those things where you kind of put it off for so long. And once you check it out, you're like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, what was I doing? Um, it's this, the documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. If you haven't checked it out, I think it's a good watch, um, especially... I mean, I think um, I think that I've touched on that kind of subject before that the whole documentary is about. It's essentially just our attachment to, I mean, really technology, but, you know, primarily our phones, laptops, iPads, all that kind of shit. And it's more or less these dudes who have worked in Silicon Valley or still do for these tech companies kind of... Um, kind of explaining why these apps are so addictive, why they're causing so much like anxiety, um, you know, spike in suicide rates, all this kind of shit, pretty much just from social media apps. You know, I'm sure we've all heard the stories of, you know, young girls comparing themselves to fucking these models who don't even look like their photos kind of shit. Um, so it's, it goes into all that, you know, I don't want to give too much away cause I think we should all check it out. Just being that we're all living in 2020, we all have smartphones. I mean, everyone I know I was ironically, I was just watching this <laughs> drink champs episode, uh, yesterday drink champs is a podcast by Nori DJ EFN, um, mainly hip hop. So if you're not into hip hop, you probably won't like it, but fuck out of E. Um, they had Pitbull on there, the hip hop, reggaeton, pop artist, you know, whatever you want to call him, the artist from Miami, Pitbull, you fucking know who Pitbull is. But funny enough, you know, what I'm saying everyone has an iPhone. This dude literally, they were talking about something similar and he was uh, about FaceTime, I think. And he pulled out this old ass Blackberry and he was just like, nah, man, you know, I don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> and, uh... I, you know, after watching this documentary and just kind of being, you know, my parents and family and stuff have always said, like, I kind of have an old soul. So I've kind of always felt like that anyway. I mean, these things, they are extremely convenient. Obviously, you can do anything. Um, I mean, damn near anything you can imagine, anything you need to look up. You know what I'm saying? Anything, you could probably find an app to do damn near anything that you needed to, which is a blessing, but it can also be a curse, I think is kind of what the documentary is about in a nutshell. And one thing I was actually talking about with some of my buddies recently was, you know, I was born in 1990. Like I said, I literally just turned 30 yesterday. I'm kind of, at least I, I think that 
me and my peers are kind of the last generation to not just be fully engulfed in this technology for our entire lives. And even, I mean, granted, when I was a kid, I was born in 90, like I said, I I believe cell phones were out. But I mean, I remember my parents didn't get a cell phone for themselves until I was at least, you know, between five and 10, probably a big ass blocky black cell phone. You pull out the antenna and all that shit. Um, I remember our first computer, you know, we didn't get video games until I was like, I don't know, maybe 12 or 13 or something like that. And I didn't get a phone. I didn't have my own cell phone until, um, I think junior or senior year of high school. When it becomes more appropriate, when you start doing stuff away from home more so your parents can call you. And, you know, I say cell phone. It was literally just that. I could call. Initially, I could only call. Didn't even have text. I remember when they added text probably a year later or something. And this is not a smartphone. This is a fucking flip phone. Open the shit. Pull out the antenna, like I said. Like, this was... It was a phone phone. Today, we're just walking around with mini computers in our fucking pockets. Um, like, you know, we talk about, uh, ID and I were talking about that show Black Mirror and I didn't realize until I think the past year or two after I'd seen the show in entirety, Black Mirror is, it's a metaphor for your phone. Look at your phone, especially if you have an iPhone, but any sort of smartphone, really, uh, iPhone, Android, whatever, look at like when your phone is not being used, it's just sitting on a table or counter next to you or something. Just look at it. What is it? It is a Black Mirror. And if you've seen that show as well, um, it kind of just magnifies these these really eerie factors of technology and AI and how it's becoming our lives now. Um, I think it was uh, Elon Musk or one of these one of these dudes was on Joe Rogan and he was saying how you know the phone is the these phones that we have now is essentially kind of the first step of robotics taking over and it it kind of makes sense if you think about it each damn near like i said besides pitbull and a couple other people damn near everyone you know most likely has a smartphone right and they keep it on them at all times so if if that being the case, let's assume nine, 99 out of 100 people in the world have smartphones and think of how many people are in the fucking world. That's that many little robots that we're all carrying around that are almost like our little R2-D2s. Anytime we need help with something, we pull out our phone and fucking beep, beep, beep. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of crazy when you really break it down, dude. And like I said earlier, it's it is a blessing, but it can also be a curse. It's a great thing. It's, you know, advancement is inevitable. Uh, I think that's one thing ID and I touched about as well. And I do want to have him back on here to touch on many other things, especially, I mean, I'm sure he knows a lot about this kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, man, it's definitely check it out, uh, the social dilemma. It's more so about the social sites in particular and how they affect the psyche and just the human population and whatnot. But, Definitely um, with that comes, you know, them discussing technology and just everything that that we've more or less created in my whole lifetime. I mean, 
like I said, this stuff did, I know it existed before 1990. Um, I guess it was just much more analog. You know, I still remember um, by the time I was born, they were off vinyl. I mean, vinyl's still around. I have a fucking vinyl player now, but they were on tape cassettes. Like, I remember CDs being invented, DVDs being invented. So it's just, it's weird, man, to see where we are now. Like, I was, we were saying these 8K TVs, even all this equipment that I'm using right now to record this shit. I mean, this in the 90s would have been some of this stuff. You know what I mean? It'd be like fucking wizardry, damn near. Um, so check it out, man. I think it's a good watch. I think we can all kind of learn something from that. But that's really all I got today, man. At about 25 minutes, I think that's pretty solid for episode 10. Once again, if you've been sticking around this long, I fuck with you heavy. Much love from KPOD. Aight. But yeah, we got more in store. I'm, I'm happy we made it here. This is a good milestone uh, and many more to come. Just still working out the kinks, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I am kind of surprised we're at episode 10 right now, but at the same time, it's, uh, it's only right, man. You know, gotta get better every day. Try to fucking make this shit a little more, yeah, me. But yeah, I appreciate you tuning in, K Podcast. Hit the motherfucking email, therealkpodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, bro. You know what I mean? (laughs) One love. Appreciate you checking in. Stay smart. Stay safe. Stay sexy, bitch. Peace. You don't have to go home, you just can't stay here, right?